0: So as mentioned, the Shapiro brothers, they had a tremendous amount of anova and they didn't want to be looked up to as Sadiqim or become an of any community and they just wanted to earn their own livelihood like their father did and that's it. They don't want to be supported by other Jews and... Yeah, their business and money had been taken away by the government but so they can't have a printing press They'll have a different business However That's the thoughts of uh, These great men But Hashem had other plans A few, di- a few days after they arrived They returned To Slavita Reb Aaron of Karlin Came to the city And as soon as the wagon stopped He comes down he starts running to the house of Reb Shmuel Abba. And when Reb Shmuel Abba was informed that this great tzaddik was coming to visit him, so he walks out of the house to greet him. And they met in the doorway, and Rab Aaron handed a kvitl to him. It's like a, a pigeon, like a pigeon ephesh. And when Reb Shmuel saw this, he was, he tried to refuse. because Only a Rebbe could take a pigeon. And he says, is it proper that I should accept a pidyon from such a great tzaddik? And Rab Aram Karliner was overcome with emotion. And he said, chas v'shalom, please don't refuse me. Seeing that Rabbi Shmuel abo continued to refuse the pidian, he said, I can see." That if you accept this pidian That It's going to help me a lot Because it's a terrible situation for us Us meaning his own personal family And he then informed Rashmul Abba That his son-in-law Reb Avraham Yaakov Of Sadi Gora Had been imprisoned because of uh, charges of treason we know all about that on Lubavitch And uh, who knows how severe the judge's verdict is going to be His crime was that he would He benched a certain person with success in his business Not knowing that the person's business was illegal To make fake rubles But the government claimed That Rabbi Avram Yaakov must have known what this person was doing since, she, since he benched him with success Right, He's basically encouraging that this, These illegal activities should continue So hearing about this in Abishmuel Abba was very overcome with emotion right? how could he stand on the side When another yid is begging to, to help save his life So as much as he didn't want to accept the opinion he, uh, he pushed aside his personal desire and he accepted it and he read it carefully and then he benched of Aaron that everything should turn out well and taka a short time later his son-in-law's sentence was miraculously gotten rid of and he was set free. So even though they objected to it, to others, they, they, they didn't want other people to look at them as rabbeim Thousands of Yidden looked at them. The fact that they that they were humble was even a greater reason why they should be rabbi. and they decided to become their Hasidim Whether you want to be a rebbe or not, and uh, these two great tzaddikim, they couldn't hide their greatness any longer, and they started to serve the, the Jewish nation in this new this new job title as a rabbi. And Sometime later. A uh, It was like a, uh, like, a, like a big blister Developed on the Shmuel Abba's back That it had to be removed through surgery And in his humbleness he said To the Chassidim that It was a punishment because he was accepting pidiyonis. Right <laughs> That's what he said Maybe because he was so humble um, However at the end of the day The fact is they suffered for 22 years in, uh, you know, pain and suffering And it took its toll on their health And seven years after their release On Hei Adar Shabbos Parsha's Truma Reb Shmuel Abba Was nostalgic the In the city of Teplik At the city At the age of 80 So he wasn't so young but he for sure his health got affected because of everything he went through. Now although Teplik is very far from Slavita, the Hasidim were considering uh, bringing back his holy body to, to Slavita to be buried over there. However, they recalled that once they heard him mentioning that he's going to be buried in Teplik. So they said, you know, let's bury him in Teplik. Um, and the lived a few more years. And he was nostalgic on Yedalit in 1872 And he is buried in Slavita So till today, people go to his caver I mean, My wife went to his caver, Slavita And their children and descendants They became Abayim in different cities and towns Spreading Hasidus, Uh Throughout the Yiddishkeit <clears throat> Now, we're gonna, starting tomorrow we're going to be starting a new uh, part of the story, which we didn't really mention even once. And while, that, w- while they were imprisoned, a special Sefer Torah was written for Reb Shmuel Abba and Rebbe Pinchas. And today we call this Torah the Rebbe's Sefer Torah because eventually it was given to the Rebbe. And we're going to say the whole story beginning to end from how it was made and all the way until how it got to the Rebbe um, starting tomorrow.